Welcome to the Watch Now, Read Later podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Holly. And these are our thoughts on what you should be watching now and reading later. Are we recording? Yep, we are. Yay! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I can't believe we're doing this. I can't either. Guys, hello. Welcome to... The Watch Now, Read Later podcast. Woohoo! Episode one. I can't believe we're actually doing this. I know. I'm Emily. I'm Holly. And welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. This is so exciting. We are thrilled to be able to be doing this, releasing this, and almost like a birthday present to ourselves. A little bit, yeah. Um, We're just... So excited. So we have always loved podcasting and well, maybe not always loved it, but it is a newfound obsession. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even call it an obsession though, but it's a newfound interest. Yes. Within like the last few years, I'd say. Yes, I would agree to that. And we also love reading books Listening to audiobooks, too. Consuming media through movies and television as well. Yeah. And in quarantine, we had this crazy idea of let's start a podcast and talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, recommendations for both. Because I feel like in quarantine, on my Instagram, on my Facebook, it was just... I'm looking for recommendations. I need something to watch. I need something to read. What are, you know, people watching and reading? And I always loved giving people ideas because at that time we were reading a lot. Um, yeah. And watching a lot. And so I loved being able to share kind of what we were reading and watching. And I think, um, well, I, I kind of know that a lot of it stemmed from our reading goal that we each had that we started a couple of years ago and that we both now have achieved and so we have consumed a lot of material and yeah it's just fun to talk about because if I read something that I thought you would like I would want you to read it so then we could talk about it and the same thing with a tv show or movie or something so I like now that we have this platform that if anybody else is interested in reading or watching anything that we recommend here, then we can talk about it because we're pretty excited about a lot of the material that we've gone through. Exactly. And I'm glad you brought up about our reading goal because that started in 2019, Mm -hmm. I think it was. We had graduated college. We have always been readers, I feel like. I mean, we come from a pretty literary family, I would say. That has always been modeled. Reading has always been modeled to us. And we definitely did it as children. But then, you know, in high school and in college, you kind of are forced to read things that maybe aren't the most interesting. And it kind of sucks the fun out of leisure reading Mm -hmm. and so we definitely kind of got in that rut of we didn't really want to read anything and slowly we decided you know what we don't have to read 
textbooks anymore. We don't have to read things that we aren't interested in. And so we did set a goal of books, you know, to read. I think it was like, what, 30 books or something like that that first year? Yeah. Read 30 new books to us. And um, just to, like, say that we did it, but also to get in that, like, habit again um, of reading. And so every year since then, we have had a goal of some sort to, to read. And so, yeah, it kind of stemmed from that a little bit because of how much we were reading. So today's episode is kind of going to be a little bit of getting to know us, getting to know us. Yes. I was going to say introduction, but getting to know us, um, kind of who we are and then also what to expect from this this podcast um and then we also before we leave you are going to give you some recommendations on books and movies and tv shows that we have watched and would recommend that you read or watch before the end of 2021 and trust me there is plenty of time left to do that so um Let's start with the name of the podcast. Okay. Watch Now, Read Later. Um, That was your idea. It was my idea. After a lot of mulling over, we had a ton of different names um, because we wanted it to be specific enough of what we were going to talk about. I mean, we knew that we wanted this podcast to be very niche in terms of what we were going to be talking about was what we were watching and what we were reading. Yeah. And so we wanted it to be specific to that, but then because the topics under that umbrella were going to vary so much, we wanted it to be a little bit more general too. So I remember sitting on the couch and it just clicked. I was like, what if watch now read later. We want to talk about what we're watching now, what we recommend you watch now, and then to read later of, like, I'm going to put that book on my nightstand, or I'm going to put it in my Amazon queue, or I'm going to go ahead and download it from my Kindle app. Like, the things that I want to read next, and the things that I want to watch now, and it just kind of fit. We kind of marinated in that for a few days and it just felt right and so here we are watch now read later um so Holly tell me a little bit about why you wanted to start a podcast because I think it was your idea at first I don't remember but Um, so we have a podcast at work that I produce and it was a really fun outlet for me, uh, whenever I started that a few years ago at work and it was fun to just literally plug in the microphone and talk with the person and you just learn so much about, you know, we were talking specifically with like scientists and things relating to my work and job and everything, but, um, Anyway, so it was really just fun to just have a conversation, and it's a relatively new media, and so it was fun to just kind of navigate and everything, but my supervisor at the time, shout out Shelby, I know you're listening to this right now, 
Um, she was like, this is so great. We should start our own podcast. And she doesn't, you know, work uh, at my job anymore. And so she's not my supervisor. She's just a friend now. Um, but that idea of her saying, we could totally start a podcast to talk about anything we wanted and whatever just kind of stuck with me. And then again, like you've already kind of touched on in quarantine, we were like, we have all this stuff that we're listening to and consuming. Like we just want to talk about it with other people that might have similar interests as us. Exactly. And I remember asking you questions about the podcasting in general that you were doing because it was totally unrelated to what I was doing in my job and it was super creative and different and new Mm -hmm. um and I remember thinking like this is such a neat thing to be able to do and I definitely have gotten super into listening to podcasts it's almost exclusively what I listen to. I couldn't even tell you really a popular song on the radio right now because I don't listen to the radio. I am listening to podcasts. Um, Yeah, you consume way more than I do in the podcasting realm. Yes. Even today. Like, there are a few that I keep in touch with or that you tell me to go listen to this, like, specific episode or something like that that I will. But... Just the nature of our jobs, you have a lot more time in your workday to just put in your AirPods and, like, do your work while listening, and I just don't have that freedom. Right, right. I agree to that. I agree to that. Um, so, but I do remember asking you a lot of questions because while I was intrigued by it, you had more of the background in it, even from your major uh, in college that you had, you know, much more of a handle on it. But as I was questioning you or asking questions about podcasts and what you were doing with it and how to do it and that sort of thing. And then the idea of, you know, Shelby's comment about like making a podcast just for the fun of having a podcast to talk about whatever we wanted. It made me think how we already were having conversations just between the two of us or between our friends about things that we were reading and recommendations on new shows or movies or what have you. And so it felt like a really natural extension because we were already communicating about them. And so it kind of blossomed, you know, into let's just do it. Yeah, let's just do it. So let's talk about a little bit of what our listeners can expect from this podcast because we have already generated a ton of ideas about Mm -hmm. what we want to talk about, but we also have like guests we want to bring on and things that, you know, we want to, um, kind of specifically talk about as things progress. So let's just Holly hit them with some ideas of kind of what they can expect from us moving forward. Okay. So kind of touching, um, not touching, um, kind of 
yeah, I guess t- touching on all of the books that we've read in our book reading goals. So we're in like the hundreds now, collectively, yeah. of books that we have read. Um, so favorite reads, mm-hmm. you know, of like, not necessarily of all time, but that we've gotten through up to this point, year 25. Sure. Um, our favorite binges, we got through a number of those um, during quarantine. Yes. And I'll say that we have access personally to regular TV, what's playing on networks right now, uh, Netflix, and Amazon Prime. Yeah. So most of our recommendations are going to come from those three. Right. Um, we have the CBS All Access account, which I guess is now turning into... Like Paramount Plus or something yeah. like that. Yes. So just bear in mind that, you know, Hulu, Hulu and some other streaming services. HBO. Yeah, HBO. We don't really have YouTube subscriptions. Premium, yeah. yeah. We don't have, um, like, accounts for any of those. So just bear that in mind. There is very well a lot of stuff that we are totally missing when it comes to TV shows and movies solely based on what streaming services we have. Right. But I feel like a lot of people will have... Amazon Prime or Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Two common ones. Um, so then we, so some other topics are our favorite books to movie or TV show adaptations. That's one of my favorite, honestly, is because like with Bridgerton, you know, the anticipation of it coming out. Right. It's like, oh, I want to read all of the books associated with it before the show premieres. Sure. Because another thing that you'll learn about Emily and I is that you cannot ruin a story for us. No. In fact, people might be mad at us because we're going to talk about things in depth. Like, this will contain spoilers of the books and the shows well, or we'll movies. Tr- we'll try our best not to, but there might be some details that we include that yeah. you wouldn't maybe glean from a trailer or a summary synopsis or something like that. We'll try to remember to put like spoiler alert in the beginning because we, we will definitely be talking about the things that happen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, also some books or shows or movies that we think people are sleeping on some hidden gems, if you will. Okay. I'm here for this. Um, and then we want to do some reaction videos. We're excited about a lot of content that's premiering. I mean, Netflix, they're releasing originals, I think every week for the year of 2021. I think so. So we want to do some reaction episodes and then kind of, this is more of like a, a daydream, but sequels or prequels that we could fantasize about for our favorite TV shows and movies, or maybe even books, too. I definitely have opinions on this. Yeah, I know you do. And then that stems into, like, books that we think should be made into adaptations. On screen. Yeah. Sweet. I like it. And, of course, this will, you know, continue to evolve, and we will add new things. Um, But... Just to give you kind of a baseline of what we're going to be talking about, um, I'm excited. And we also think like probably once a month release just because of our work schedules and we have to have time in order to actually 
consume the media either in book or television uh, slash movie form on screen. So uh, about once a month you can expect a new episode. Because we read a lot, but we're not that good. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I like to enjoy it. I mean, I definitely know people that like scam a books and they can read a whole book in a day. And I mean, if I have nothing else going on and it's a really good read, maybe I can do that. But that is the exception and definitely not the rule. So um, before we before we leave, let's leave the people. Uh, we have a list here of books and movies and TV shows that we have read, Mm -hmm. uh, we have watched or are currently watching. Yes. And that we recommend that people consume before the end of the year. Yes. If you're looking for recommendations of what to do next, we say put these on your list. Or at least, you know, look into them. Browse. Yes. They might, they might not interest you, uh, but they might, and we have vetted them, and we recommend them. So, uh, let's start with books. Okay. Uh, the very first one, I have read this every year since I found out about it, and it will probably be on my annual list every year. I just absolutely love this book, and it is Boys in the Boat by Daniel J. Daniel James Brown. It's your favorite book. It is fabulous. It's about the eight men rowing team, U.S. Mm -hmm. Olympic rowing team from like the, I think it was the 1936 Olympics in Germany. And it follows the team from when they were in college through, you know, the uh, finals that got them to be the the American eight men row team for the United States. And it is just fabulous. I know nothing about rowing or crew crew of any sort. I did not, did not participate in that sport growing up, but it is a fabulously written book and just such a great story to tell and it just is beautiful so you do not have to know anything about crew or rowing either you will enjoy this book I think men women children young old anybody in the world could read this book and enjoy it it's just so fabulous okay next next is Daisy Jones and the Six Taylor Jenkins Reid the rumor is that it is being adapted into a TV show. I think so. Maybe not. Maybe it is a movie by Reese Witherspoon's production company. Yes. I recommend I listen to it on audiobook. I recommend you listen to it on audiobook. It is so real like that you cannot believe. It's fiction. Yes. It it sounds like human people, like it's based on a true story, but it's not. It is fiction. But on the audiobook, they have an entire cast of narrators for each individual character in the book. And honestly, I don't know how you could keep it all straight if you read the paper version. Oh my gosh, the narrators are impeccable. 
it follows, um, like I said, it's fiction, but it follows two, like, musicians. One of them is a band, though. Um, they get together in the, like, 70s. So good. It's about their rise and fall. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait for it to come out. Yes. And see the adaptation. It is going to be, I think, one of the best. It is currently the book that I recommend to anybody who asks, what should I, like, what's a good audio book to listen to? Always Daisy Jones and the Six, because I think of the cast of narrators. Right. You get so much more out of it, I think, <clears throat> because you can get lost in the story. Yes. A lot easier, and you just hear the voices of the narrators, and you know immediately who that character is, and... Therefore, you don't have to consciously pay attention to, okay, and who is this? I forget who this person is because you just get lost in the story. It's a fabulous book. So good. Um, next is Only Plane in the Sky by Garrett Graff. This is... you. I haven't read this, but you have. Correct. Um, it's an oral history of the day of 9-11. Um, it has changed my perspective of that day. Now, I was super young. Obviously, we were in kindergarten whenever it happened. Um, so from a grand perspective, I don't have a ton of memories from the day. I didn't necessarily understand the kind of full grasp of what was happening. But there are individual moments from that day that I remember because of things that happened in our lives. Um, but to now be a almost 25 year old and have a lot more knowledge of what occurred on that day to read this book that's from the perspective of the people that lived that day, it is just sobering, um, what happened and I will never be able to look at that day again on the anniversary of 9-11. It just is wonderful. I highly recommend it. I also listened to that as an audiobook and I almost recommend it as an audiobook because it has so many people in there okay. that you I think would get caught up in remembering trying to remember who was who if you read the physical book. Now I will say I gifted this book uh, the physical copy, like hardback copy, to my father a couple of years ago, and he loves it. Um, in fact, he read it and loved it so much that he bought the audio version of the book so that he could listen to the audio because they do play like clips, like live audio clips of um, like in the plane recordings and then from um, air traffic control and stuff. So I feel like you do get a little bit more of an experience in the audiobook version than you would in the physical version. But again, a fabulous recommendation. Hope everybody reads it. Okay, next is Beartown by Frederick Bachman. Bachman? I don't know how you say his last name. We'll go with it. It is, I just read it at the end of 2020, and it follows, at first you're like, where is this place? Where is Beartown? But you learn that it's in, um, like, the northern European countries, Sweden, I think. Okay. Norway, Finland, one of those. Yeah, one of those. Nordic countries. Yes. Um, 
because at first I thought it was Canada, but then they were talking about stuff that didn't make sense in relation to Canada. So it follows a town that is obsessed with hockey and it like breeds hockey players that, you know, go to the NHL and other professional leagues. And anyway, it's a group of high schoolers and just kind of their upbringing and a series of events that happen to some of the community members and then, you know, the consequences and aftermath of those events. Um, it was so good. There is a sequel to it that I did read, but I like Beartown better. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, if, if you wanted to read the sequel, you totally could. But first book, I think, is fabulous. Standalone. You kind of get everything that you want. It opens and closes in a very pretty package. Love it. It was so good. Kind of a standalone yeah. thing. And I did not read that one, but you have talked about it and obsessed about it ever since you read it. So I feel like I know the story and I know what happens, but you did keep saying as you were reading it, it's just so well written. And I think what I really liked about it, of course it was a different sport, but it's a small town that rallies around, you know, a high school sporting event. And we had a similar experience, I would say, in how we grew up. We grew up in a small town and at, you know, five years old or in elementary school and whatever, we were going to the high school football games. We didn't know anybody that was on the team or, you know, family members or whatever, but we have like that kind of connection of being a small town that rallies around a sport and uplifts the, you know, members of that sport. Right. And kind of supports them and that kind of thing. So I think I had that kind of relationship. Obviously, I don't know much about hockey, but I st- I could still make that correlation. Right. Yeah. It kind of weaves itself into the very fabric of a community, and that's um, that is relatable to a lot of different people in a number of different sports. Yeah. Okay, last one is Small Great Things by Jodi Picoult. This was one of the first books I read whenever I started my reading goal several years ago. Um, It is the story of a nurse, um, a black nurse, who is doing her job in the hospital. Uh, This couple comes in, they're having their first baby, Uh, seems like a relatively routine occurrence, um, but the couple that she has been assigned to, I guess, or she's on call while this lady comes in to have their first child, they are white supremacists and are uncomfortable with this black nurse who is on call and, you know, is helping them deliver their child. And so kind of the tension that that brews because of that. Um, she's just a lady trying to do her job and she experiences some, um, kind of obstacles and her ability to do that job because of, you know, her customers, if you will, the, the people that she's helping deliver this child for. And a series of events happen afterwards that, um, kind of back her into a corner and it's so it's her wrestling with um, having to deal with you know these people in her 
ability to do her job that do not like her for the color of her skin, not because of her lack of merit, not because she is a terrible nurse or anything. I mean, they are judging her solely by the color of her skin, which is really unfortunate, but um, it's a great story of, unfortunately, some of the things that are occurring in today's world and the things that people do experience the racism that it, it brews, but there's a great ending to the story and it's a very um, real life thing that could occur that d probably does occur. And it's a great book. It, it's a great people book. You learn a lot about people and their character and it, I just, I really recommend it. Okay. Uh, movies and TV shows. We'll try to get through these a little bit more more quicker. Yeah. I think we should preface that we are assuming that most people are already going to have watched or be in the middle of watching, like, a lot of the hot topic shows, shows right now. Bridgerton, The Crown, uh, Outer Banks, like, all of those. Yeah, all those buzzworthy TV shows and movies we're just going to assume that those are already on your list or that you have already gotten through them. So hopefully these are ones that you may have seen, but you're just like, eh, not interested and skipped over it. And so we're recommending that you go back and take a second look or I don't know, any other reason that you just, right. Maybe you haven't heard of it. And so that's why right. you haven't watched it. It's not on your radar. Correct. I agree. Um, great preface to that. Okay. So, um, uh, TV shows that are, have definitely have a few seasons and are still current. Like they are continuing to make them live as we speak now. And so this is a great opportunity to kind of binge watch all the seasons that have already been made and, you know, catch up to like what is current now. So the first one is Chicago Fire. Love it. Dick Wolf classic. He knows how to make a television show, that man. So we discovered, well, our family already watched Chicago PD. Yes. Um, which came after Chicago Fire, but never really paid attention to Chicago Fire until quarantine. And I was like, what are these other two? Because they also make Chicago Med, but I haven't like quite gotten into that one yet. Okay. Um, but Chicago Fire, instant obsession. Yes. So good. We're in the middle of it right now. We're also watching the what's like currently playing so we're at like two different points in the storyline and we kind of have to keep everything straight but we couldn't wait to like finish watching the first eight seasons in order to be caught up with season nine which is currently airing right we needed to just burn both candles at the, both ends yes exactly yeah I agree and our family loves Chicago as a city we have visited multiple times we hope to visit again it's just a wonderful city that we are kind of obsessed with so we love it uh, because it does treat the city almost as its own character and we'd love to be able to identify you know where they're at or oh my gosh we've been there or we've walked past that and it's really it's a really fun show plus all the characters are wonderful layered characters that we can really dive into um and I could spend an entire episode talking about the love interests of all of them in the show but another episode another episode um second is SEAL Team 
Love that one, too. Love SEAL Team. Uh, We also kind of watched, like, the current seasons with our family, became obsessed with the show, watched, uh, I think, like, the remainder of whatever, like, current season was on and said, we have to go back and watch it from the beginning. So we did just that. It only has... It's in its fourth season right now, I think. Yeah. So there's only three seasons that you have to go back and binge. In fact, we were just talking about this last night. We will probably do that soon. Go back from the beginning, season one, and watch it again because it is just so fabulous. And so much has happened in just the four seasons, not even full four full seasons. Uh, so much has changed and evolved and happened that you kind of forget about everything that does happen. Uh, such a good show. Okay, next, the next two are shows. Yes. But they're in like a limited series and or unfortunately only one season shows. So we apologize because we didn't know at the time that they were only going to be limited like they are. Uh, so we apologize if you get obsessed with the one, you know, season that's out there and then that's it. That's all they have. But those are Spinning Out. They're both on Netflix, by the way. They are both on Netflix. Spinning Out and Dash and Lily. Oh, so fabulous. Spinning Out was one that I had seen, like, people kind of talking about, but I'm like, eh, I don't really know. Like, I'm not sure I would like it. But, again, quarantine just makes you do things that you never thought you'd do. We watched it, I think, in an entire weekend. Oh, yeah. Like, a Saturday to a Sunday, we watched the entire season. And it has, what, I don't know, 10, 12 episodes or something like that. Um, So, Quick Binge, such a good show. It really has a lot of potential, and if Netflix wants to make our dreams come true and decide to come back with a second season, listen, we're all about it. Yeah. Uh, Dash and Lily, very holiday-esque. Yeah, it came out in December, maybe November, but definitely watch it around, like, Christmas time. Right. But it was super cute. Very adorable. Um, a, it was also quick, like, eight or ten episodes. Right, another quick binge that you could get out, but a very heartwarming story, and just really precious. Feel good. Feel good. Okay, the last two are movies, and they've been out, one of them's been out for a while. Both of them have. Yeah, I mean, a couple years at least, but the first one, Enola Holmes. So good. Millie Bobby Brown. Yes, girl. Yes, yes. It was so good. She does a great job. Um, She's the little sister of Sherlock Holmes, and it follows her and her little sleuthing uh, adventures, but it's a super cute story for young children and older adults. I mean, we watched it. Yeah, our grandmother recommended it to us. Yes. She called and was like, girls, have you seen this? And we're like, no. So we watched it. It was so good. I love it. It was so, so good. It was very cute. Very well-made movie. Very well-made, and it has, you know, some mystery to it obviously, but it's a really cute movie, and I would recommend it to anybody to watch. Um, Lastly, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Ugh! This is one of those book-to-movie adaptations, and I read the book, 
I think after I knew that they were making a movie about it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's based on a book. I want to read the book first. Right. So good. It has Lily James in it. She does such a good job. Such a good job. And so a fun fact about Emily and I is that we really love the era of World War II. Yes. We have some pretty familial ties to that world war. Yes. Which I think makes our interest a little bit more peaked compared to the normal person. Right. So it is based in like the aftermath um, of World War II. Right. In a European um, country or... Yeah. Yeah. It's in England. Yeah. Guernsey. So, so good. Yeah. It's very cute. About a little community that creates this literary society in order to help kind of cope with the occupation of the island of Guernsey that they live on. And just a fabulous story um, to tell. Uh, Just super adorable. I think... I think that it's fiction and maybe based in some truth. I mean, maybe there was a Guernsey Literary Society, but um, if anything, like it's, you know, the Germans did occupy the island. And so um, it's maybe rooted in truth with some fiction uh, or at least a fictional twist to it. But again, a fabulous story of love and friendship and, Sacrifice. Sacrifice and community and just caring about the people that are in your world and making sure that everybody looks out for one another and really cares for one another. And it's just a wonderful movie. So, all right, that's it. Um, So we want to kind of end every podcast with a what's in our queue kind of um segment, I guess, if you will, just a really quick, um, quick, I don't know, like what we're excited about that's coming up, either what we're going to read next, what we want to watch next, kind of what's in our queue, what we're, what we're looking forward to. So Holly, what's in your queue? In my queue is Kristen Hanna's The Great Alone. It's been out for a little while. Um, but it is my, it was my next book to crack. And that is what's on my nightstand right now. In terms of what I'm watching, um, there's a freeform uh, show called Good Trouble. Okay. It's got a couple of seasons, and I've been it's been like popping up in my YouTube recommended or suggested. I don't know what that phrase is that they have. Um, Anyway, so I'm kind of curious about that. It's just, there's just a few seasons of it, and so it'd probably be a quick binge. Okay. But that is piquing my interest right now. Okay. Very cool. What about you? In my queue, let's see, I have a couple of books that I need to finish. One of them I am just powering through to say that I am done with it. I have less than 100 pages, and I just need to get done with it. It was... Not one I recommend. Um, (laughs) But then, secondly, I have... uh, Beneath a Scarlet Sky, I think is what it's called. Um, Under a Scarlet Sky, Beneath a Scarlet Sky, one of those two, something like that. It is about World War II, and it's a long-winded book. I mean, it's it covers a lot 
of ground. of ground on a lot of stuff. So I have I've had to kind of break it up in sections and chunks because of just how much activity is kind of going on in the book. But I'm almost done with it, and I don't know. I might talk about it in a little bit more detail after I finish it. I'm I have I'm probably three quarters of the way through, so I don't have a lot of of the book left, but, um, I want to finish those two before I start anything new because I just need to do that. I need to consolidate. And in terms of movies or shows, we kind of became obsessed with, um, QB1. Oh yes. Over quarantine and, they're supposed to be releasing the newest season, I think relatively soon, but we, for some reason, just became obsessed with QB1 <laughs> randomly, and so I'm excited for the new season. Can't yeah. wait to watch it. So, yeah, that's what's in my key. Very good. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us on this episode one of Watch Now, Read Later. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next month. Yep. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at watchnowreadreader. Later.